you say it's such a difficult it's such a difficult situation that um our hawkers and traders are being left in right and why are you if you confiscate why are you bringing back half the goods what happens to the rest of them why do some of them grow legs and seemingly are not brought back but also it's 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 the it's the harassment that that is also problematic because it seems to be underpinning how um some of these metro police officers are responding to 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 street traders and hawkers why must people be harassed why can't people just you know if people are if if people are breaking the law speak to them let them know what's happening but the ongoing harassment is is also quite problematic for me and and i like the voice note that said that look these are difficult times these are very difficult times that we're in and we cannot simply be uh you know applying the law um particularly to street traders and hawkers as if we don't understand the economic situation that we are in as well so yes by all means enforce bylaws but what what are the alternatives what are the alternatives that 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 you're creating for people and what is the value that is derived from that action we really do need to become a more value led society that the laws that we have in place the policies that we've put in place are there to maximize true value for the majority of south africans not just for for some people because obviously if i'm a hawker i'm told not to you know sell here there's no way that i can compete with one of the big retailers so you know what does that mean does it mean that i i then certainly just don't have a space in in the market how do i keep my family going well we'll continue um we'll continue to look at that story then in the coming weeks for now we turn our attention to this and it's uh, about the renaming renaming of almost uh, everything not quite everything i know mayam zondile masina is going to disagree with me on that one but at least 40 uh, streets buildings and sites of interest in ekurleni are said to be renamed mzwandile masina is the mayor of ekurleni uh, councilor masina good morning to you good morning how are you my sister i'm well thank you i'm good thank you for your time today yes yes it's been a while so so like i said you're you're renaming almost everything but you can put it into more perspective uh how expensive is the renaming process and what has informed it well um, this has been a very democratic process that culminate over the past 2 years uh, where we've been consulting with communities you know that the african national congress uh, promised south africans uh, to build a, a, a national democratic society where the society is non-racial and all that so in pursuit of that we thought that um, uh, if we were to pursue social justice and equality it will be important that we look at uh, names of landmarks symbols that identify uh, with the character of our city and ensure that we move times many of the names that were changing um, we don't really even know much about them except that um, they would have played a key role during the colonial and apartheid and 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 subsequently the apartheid era and uh, we we thought that it would be important uh, in a democracy to ensure that the city also symbolizes uh, you know the aspiration of our people uh, through honoring some of our heroes and heroines uh, who have uh, contributed to bring about the, the the freedom we have today How, now why this sure, why this yeah. is important uh, is that we want uh, future generations 
uh, to grow up in a South Africa that is inclusive, um, uh, where they can uh, all celebrate humanity. So it is very important, uh, you know, uh, exercise. So we, we, we thought that we should undertake this particular process uh, as, as, as part and parcel of, our, of doing our work. How long has the consultation process been going on for when you say that it's been taking place for a couple of years? Yes, for the past two years we have been consulting uh, different communities. So these names come as a, as a result of a, a, a well-documented uh, you know, uh, process uh, which has produced those names and that have gone to independent committees that have looked into them and recommendations have been made. Uh, we had to go to the... Uh, to the national office, uh, uh, the, the, where 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 you, you register these uh, these names before they could be changed in in your in your GIS system. So 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 the consultation started in 2020 or in 2019. Well, uh, it started I think around 2019 uh, where we started to have this conversation. Around 2019. So yes, with, and then yeah. Obviously, we then had to go to the uh, surveyor general. Uh, to put proposals because uh, they have to make sure that when they plot their names, uh, they shouldn't almost look like, um, you know, so you shouldn't get lost because of the names. For instance, you know, in your, when you're in Bulugwane, you'll have a, a, a road called Tabombegi Drive. And then when you're in the Gurlene, you'll have a road called Tabombegi Road. Mm. You know, so, so they have to differentiate those in their plotting. And they've, they've been able to, they took a lot of time to plot this name because in the main, we targeted the, uh, you know, our off, on-ramp and off-ramps, uh, as well as some key buildings uh, that, that we, we, we could uh, rename. Councillor so yeah. about two. Yes. Councillor Masina, you say that um, so there's been a wide consultative process. Over the last 18 months, by and large, the country has been under, under lockdown. So how are you consulting community members who... Well, uh, we've been doing consultations for IDP, for budget, so we've not stopped to govern uh, because there was COVID. We had to look at the alternative means, and all those means have been used, not just for this process, yes, but, how? But, but throughout. Look, there have been a lot of consultations um, that, that were undertaken. Um, remember, it's an independent process that was done by a body that we've set up in terms of the committee, special committees. And consultations were done, and uh, we can provide, I think, a detailed yeah. report. So, 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 so the reason why it's important to answer the question of how these consultations were done is that you could very well find that they were not as inclusive as people would have wanted them to be, that they didn't reach the majority of the residents in Egurleni as one would want to see in, in a situation like this. No, I'm, 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 say, I'm saying to you... Um, this is not one. This is not just one consultation. We've done a number of consultations during COVID, and I'm using a, a very sensitive one of budgets, where we're to pass budget, the IDP process. You know, we have found ways of consulting our communities. So I might not tell you now uh, what was the method because the committee uh, had to undertake their work and provide a report, which report was mm-hmm. also taken to council, where all parties are also represented. So. It's not just a process that um, uh, we woke up today and we renamed it, but it has been a long process. Yes, but but I would still like to know how the consultations have been taking place. Because, you know, you talk about the you know, the, the meetings for IDPs, etc. But one of the things that we know is that sometimes if you have meetings that are taking place at 12 o'clock in the middle of the day in the town hall that's in town, and, you know, you have people that show up, 
It's a very small number of people because that time is just inconvenient for the majority of people to be able to be part to actively and meaningfully participate. And and so my question is really around who has been part of the process and who hasn't been part of the process and, and what is it that you as the mayor can say about these consultative processes that have been taking place to allay concerns about the extent to which proper consultation in fact took place? Yeah, look, remember I said that this process has been uh, coming over time. Um, the, the the information I have is that we started consultation in 2019. There was public participation process where we, we went through different regions. And during the time of COVID, I think they converted into online consultation processes. But most importantly, you know, a, a councillor had to go through a council process, which eventually concluded on this matter. Hence, we are now publicly saying that we've concluded concluded on this matter and we're going out to ensure that we physically now change the names as per the resolution that has been done uh, uh, coming uh, emanating from the processes that have been that have been concluded i don't think that um, uh, we we can make uh, the the consultation process report available if anyone is concerned uh, i can tell you now that not everyone always come to uh, meetings anyway so we consult as much as possible and 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 i'm satisfied that uh, proper consultations were undertaken before we could go to Kanzani business. We'll continue our conversation with the mayor of Ekurule Nimzwandile Masina. You, of course, are more than welcome to be part of the conversation 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial. Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're in conversation with Mayor of Ekrule Nimzwandile Masina. He's telling us about the massive renaming project that um, his metro is going to be embarking on. Uh, So let's talk then about how much all of this is going to cost, uh, Mayor Masina. Well, uh, we only pay the the Savia General about 175000 uh, for all these names that have been submitted to them, and that has been done uh, through a normal process. Um, uh, so we will then, uh, the, the, the rest of the cost will probably come from uh, organizations such as Sandral, because they will have to change uh, in, in their main road in, in particular, but the rest, uh, you know, uh, uh, costs have been taken care of by the city. Yes, but how much is, is it going to cost? 100, 175000 to date. No, but how much is the actual renaming? So having to change the actual street names, having to change the names on the buildings in some instances, putting up the names on the sites, how much is that going to cost? I, I don't know, uh, but it's not a lot of money uh, uh, other than the dignity that we'll, we will be providing to our people. But Councillor Masina, you can't embark the, on such a big project without knowing how much it's going to cost. No, no, no. I, I didn't say I don't know how much You just said I'm you te- don't know. No, I said to you, I don't know the actual cost. I'm telling you how much we've paid to date, which is 175000 where we paid the Savia General to make sure that, that these particular names are, are done. The next process is to physically change those names, which is an internal process, which is provided for in our, in our, in our actual budget. So if you want a specific figure, and I'm sure I can find it. So I didn't say I, I do not know, or uh, I, I was not. We were not mindful in terms of the cost. So I'm just I'm just saying, telling you how much we've paid to date. Yes, but I want to know how much the entire project is going to cost you. 
Well, I can find those figures and I will share. I can share them with you. But how do you not know what those figures are? Just say that again. I'm, I'm asking you, how do you not know what those figures are? It's such a big project. I would imagine it's not going to be, uh, you know, a well, meaningless there are, there are part of, of your budget. There are a lot of role players in this particular project and the consultations has been done with all of them. So we just have to round up all those figures. What I can do on, on, on a is to give is to give you figures that are not there uh, that are you know are just my imagination. But we'll collect all the information um, and make it publicly available. So at this point, you 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 simply have no idea how much this project is going to cost you. No, no, no. I wouldn't say that because I'm, I've told you how much we've, we've paid to date. And all other social partners, it's a matter of collecting facts from them and then and make it available. So do, I can't do, say. Do, do you I not don't think know. it would have been important to quantify the cost of this project and know what that cost is to understand? What I know, yeah. Look, what I know is that the cost of this project will not overrun the dignity of South Africans, and that's that's the point that we are making here because not everything is about money. The other so, so, so you, are you talking in. about the dignity of South Africans who by yes. and large have been left to fend for themselves under a COVID-19 pandemic, which the unemployment figures tell us many have not yet recovered from? Is it those South Africans whose dignity you are saying is going to be restored in this moment, in this very moment, by putting up street names and not by making sure that they have a, a way and a means of surviving, of putting food on the table. But you, you really are being unfair now, uh, and uh, because this is a, a, a wild, we consulted widely with the community uh, in terms of uh, what they would like, want to see. We did not wake up and uh, just um, uh, undertake this particular project. We had to do a, a number of consultations. For instance, uh, the, the reason why I can't give you concrete figures, as I said to you, there are a lot of other role players that are involved. In our uh, budget book now, as we speak, 300,000 has, has been budgeted for this, and of that, 175 have been paid to the Office of the Surveyor General. This is the fact. Now, when you say, I don't know what, I don't understand the, your particular question. So, so the point that I'm making to you, Mayor, is the fact that we are under what is perhaps the most difficult time that we have been through in recent history in this country. And already, I mean, just on the messages that I've been getting through on the WhatsApp line from some people, some of those who say that they're residents, is you are renaming streets that fundamentally have potholes. And what the reason why the importance of the budget and how much it costs, the reason why that's important is... Well, under the climate that we find ourselves in, is it not important for some of these projects perhaps to be put mm. on hold until we are at a time where economically, you know, people are doing better? Should should that money not be reprioritized to... Well, well, that's, that's not how government works, Katie. Uh, mm. uh, uh, we have to allow, so uh, for potholes and things like those, we put a budget up front. Uh, and the, the local government budgeting system is very, very tight. So you're not just going to have it because uh, we, these are long-term plans that we came with, which were in our manifesto that we're going to do this thing. So the fact that it took long and there was COVID, 
you, you can't just wake up, change the municipal budget just like that. So there is a budget for, for potholes. Uh, work is being done. Um, and potholes are, 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 are a moving target. All the time we, we patch them and there's others and we, we, we get to fix all those. So I am saying that you can't on the basis of COVID and then say government must stop and we must because there are interventions. That's why national government has re- reprioritized uh, uh, the spending and ensure that they take care of other issues. Unfortunately, with regard to this project, it was in the pipeline. And when we assessed and when we tabled our budget, we thought that the budget is reasonable enough because how many potholes can you close with 300,000? Uh, you know, so it will be like you've not done. There is a budget for that. And uh, if it's not sufficient, I don't believe that 300,000 could have made a big change uh, in, in the way. But changing these names will bring about dignity uh, 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 to our people. So, so the cost of the project, um, this is is three hundred thousand. I'm just I'm trying to understand no, where this three hundred thousand is Kate, coming Kate, from. My sister, I, I know you as mm. a good listener. I'm saying to you, there are other role players. I don't want to give you a figure tomorrow. Then mm. you we play a clip that I light online. Yeah, in the so, city of just listen to uh, me, please. In the city of Egulin, the budget is three hundred thousand. Of that, hundred and seventy-five has been paid to the Surveyor General. The remaining is the one they use to go and 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 and, and, and uh, uh, print those uh, those uh, uh, polls inside inside our, our our communities. Now I don't know, for instance, I cannot speak for Sandra as an example. How much is the is the budget as and as and when this happens? Because it's not happening in only here in Ecuador. It's happening throughout the country. When these changes happen, they have a budget for it. I don't know how much it is, and I cannot. So when you when you come back and then there is extra five hundred thousand. You will play a clip that I light online, so I cannot do that. So, so the initial budget. I just wanted to understand the figure of three hundred thousand. The initial budget then was three hundred thousand rand, of yes. which you've spent one hundred and seventy-five thousand rand so far. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. But that's stay- facts one. So okay. anything else that will come from other agencies, I might not know. So I don't want to. If you, if you, uh, you know, you, 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 you do your own investigation, you find that Travia General. Uh, also contracted somebody to do something. I don't know those. I don't have those facts. What right. I know is that I've paid him 175000 for this, and the remaining of the budget is the one that we're going to use to ensure that those changes are taking place outside of that which must be done by Sandra. Okay, Councillor Masini, I'm going to ask you just to stay in the line for me, please. Uh, we have to go to the 10.30 news headlines. Luyanda, good morning to you. Here, there, and everywhere. FM 106.1 Well, I certainly hope I didn't give you a scare with my jumbling up of those market numbers in the beginning. Uh, all right, we're going to continue our conversation our conversation with the Ekruleni Mayor um, Zwandile Masina on the renaming project that they're embarking on. Uh, we've got just a couple of more minutes left just to take uh, some calls. William, you're calling us from Ekuruleni. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Kate. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well, and good morning to our mayor, Mzandile Masina. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, thanks. And, and, and the reason why I'm calling you, sir, is that we have a problem here in Ekuruleni, especially in my street. So in, so in, in our street, the, the name of street is named Chachuayo Street. But when we check on, on, but when we check on GIS, we have not found Chachuayo Street in Fosturas. We only find Chachuayo. You understand me? So, William, okay. so, so, William, is there a problem with the spelling of the name? 
Yes, I, I think I think it's a problem of spelling of the name because mm. on the board it's written Chajuayo Street. Mm. But when we but when we check on the GIS, we doesn't find Chajuayo Street. We only find Chajuayo Street that is in Katlehong in Tokot. You understand? I hear you, William. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, yes, so on GIS it's, it's spelled on Church Way, Church Way. Okay, and you so, want you yeah, want the so, mayor to respond to that. Yes, I want them to explain that. So, so, so every time when we have to receive anything like, like in. Oh, William, I'm so sorry. That line is bad. But I imagine um, that obviously if you have to have deliveries to your home, online shopping or any other reason why you would have deliveries made, <laughs> those who are making those deliveries probably can't find it. How do you deal with a problem like that? Mayor Masina? Well, uh, you know, that's why I was uh, saying that there are a lot of things that uh, have, have happened over time, including things like those where names are spelled wrongly and uh, they distort even the actual meaning. So we, we will look into that uh, street and uh, we, I'm happy that he has brought it forward. And there's many other areas, for instance, if you go to uh, uh, Tembisa, how it's spelled, uh, it's wrong. Uh, so all those things needed to be changed. You know, if you go to a street in Fosloras, the main street that uh, that, uh, that uh, the main entrance to uh, to Fosloras is a uh, uh, Rima Race uh, Drive, uh, you know, and I can tell you that uh, you you will struggle if you talk to citizens to make them understand. But uh, now they came up with the name of the struggle hero from Fosloras, uh, George Makubela, and I can assure you that it will resonate very well uh, with the citizens as they they move in and out of their own township. So we'll fix it. Uh, we'll uh, look into the specific issue, and there's many of them, and we'll correct them. Marge, you're calling us from Johannesburg. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Kathy. Thank you so much for taking my call. I just want to turn my radio off. Um, I, I, you opened the subject that I was about to, to remark on, and that was I would like to hear somebody phoning in who doesn't have food for their children to go to school on and doesn't have food. They probably get something at school, but when they come home, there's still nothing on the table. What is the matter with these people who spend money on mundane things like street names when, when they've got thousands of people who have got not a decent place to stay, the roads are falling apart, and, and, and they want to change names. I don't care how much they cost. I don't care how little they cost. Okay. I think that it's disgusting that they're even considering spending money on that. Okay, March. Thanks for calling in with that view. I'll give the mayor an opportunity to respond in a moment. Mike, you're calling us from Newlands. Mike, I don't have to tell you to be on your best behavior. On my best behavior, I promise. Uh, mayor, I, I'm just trying to understand a family sitting down in the evening there's nothing to eat but just a plate of dignity. I, I can't hear, hear Mark. Sorry, Kate, I can't uh, hear Mark. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike, just try and speak a bit uh, sure. into your, uh, into the speakerphone. He's, the mayor struggling sure, to hear you. Let me try this again. Yeah, that's much uh, yeah. better. Okay, yes. No, I'm just trying to understand, Mayor. A family sitting down with no food to eat, just a plate of dignity. I simply can't understand why you would want to rename the street or whichever area it might be, which is full of potholes which has got water running out the street or can't carry pipes to a school that has toilets that don't work. I, I don't understand it. You, you, you can't, you can't, Mayor, 
say it's going to give people dignity. The indignity is in fact that you come on here and you have no idea what it's going to cost. But I work in a charity layer. Well, I don't any longer. It was too depressing. In a children's home where there would be holes in the roof. And the, the government, the, the municipality, doesn't have the money to fix Okay. Mike, Mike, sorry, sorry, I'm going to have to cut you off. Unfortunately, that line to you is not great. And uh, and we won't we won't I wasn't able to hear fully what you were saying, but it's it goes back to the issue of you know priority right now and what are the priorities of government and how are those really determined? Uh, so, Councillor Masina, I'll give you an opportunity to respond before we wrap up this conversation. Councillor Masina. Yes, I'm still here. Oh, yes. I was saying I'll give you an opportunity to respond to our callers uh, before we wrap up this conversation. Yes, I'll, I'll, I will respond. Yes, you can go for it. Oh, okay, thank you. I thought you were going for a, a break. Sorry for that. Look, uh, for instance, um, you know, the, 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 the one caller talks about children who have not eaten. And we know that if you look into our social grant system and how much uh, the government has reached out, you will know that um, uh, uh, we've paid billions of rents towards that program. It is not sufficient, and government will do everything possible to ensure that uh, children can eat. Uh, he talks about children who uh, don't have money to go to school. I can tell you, uh, in local government, uh, paying passages is not a mandate of local government. We've put a compelling case. Uh, we've paid about 500 million in five years, educating about 10,000 kids of Egorulini because we are committed to the development of the youth. So I don't understand when when we do all these things, we don't get to be questioned. By the way, apartheid and, 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 and colonialism, they also paid for these things. We've not had an opportunity to question them because it was it was illegal to do so. Now now we are being questioned to try and correct the wrongs that happened in the past, including associated figures that are so low uh, in this regard. I really think that it is an unfair question, uh, especially coming from those who have been privileged I think that is unfortunate because we've got to ensure that we can correct the history of our country so that we can we are able to move forward. The Ekruleni Mayam Zwandile Masina, thank you so much for your time this morning on the Talking Point. We're going to take a quick break and I'm back with plenty more content on the other side of this.